0: Welcome to Paranormal Almanac with your host, Kurt Sandvig and Rum. Right, I'm your host, Kurt Sandvik, and on this week's edition of Paranormal Almanac. Gotta be very careful with the, this one. Let's talk about the Ouija board demon. But first, as always, we have shout-outs. That's right. Shout outs going out to all the patrons. Head on over to patreon.com slash Uh for all your patron needs. Boy, these are still a little loud. Let me turn that down just a bit. There we go. Alrighty. For all your paranormal needs, head on over to patreon.com. Shout-outs to these patrons that I haven't said it in a while, and it bums me out that I haven't said it in a while. You need to thank, if you like this show, thank the patrons. If you think that the quality of this show has gone up with, you know, the sound of the mics and the speakers and all the fun stuff, thank the patrons. If you think that the show has gone gotten worse, that's my fault. Don't don't thank the patrons. Don't blame the patrons for that. It's, that's all me. But the patrons are what make this show great. It's what keeps this show going. I literally, and I'm using that word literally, I literally could not do an episode a week if it wasn't for the patrons. Because again, contrary to popular belief, not popular belief, but some people's beliefs, they think that I just go, well, what do I want to talk about this week? I want to talk about Bigfoot. All right, Google Bigfoot. Oh, I found a website. Let me read to you from the website. That is not the case. I do my own due diligence on every topic I talk about. I never read directly from a website. And if I do, I will tell you, like, hey, this next part is from this website because it's a quote. It's usually the only time I do it or a statistic. But uh, I spend a lot, lot, lot of my life researching episodes for me and for you guys. I do it because I love doing it, but I want to make sure it's known The amount of time that is spent on each episode, I hope you guys appreciate it, because I don't want to just be the guy that just reads to you from a website, because I hate those kinds of podcasts. Now, obviously, I do paranormal news every week, reading those directly from the websites, from the news sites. That's the whole point of paranormal news. But after that part, it has been vetted, it has been checked, it has been debunked, it has been called bullshit, or at least me going, "Eh, I don't know about that, grain of salt time. But... Research has been done. All right, that's enough of that tirade. Let's get right onto this. Shout-outs to patrons. Shout-outs to Isabel, Jen, Jen, Stacy, Tamara, 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 She says I'm not saying her name right, so I'm giving her options. Tamara. Uh, Tay-may-ray, tay ray there we go, that's another good one, Amber Gary, Tracy, Matthew, Sandy, Kelly Joe, Menace the Beast, Menace the Beast, kick-ass magic robot webcomic, has anybody checked out the kick-ass ro- magic, the kick-ass magic robot webcomic? Because I'm really hoping for the 20th episode, if they're still a patron, I'm going to do a commercial for them, because it sounds kick-ass, it's right there in the title, kick-ass magic robot webcomic, back to the shout-out, Sandy, Page, Couch. Kosh? Kosh? Oh, I hope I'm saying that right. Sean, Andrew. Hey, howdy, hi. Scott, Andrea, Devin, Melody, Ricardo, Vicky, Marisol, Liam, Roger, Michael, Terminal Animal, Alicia, Becca, Jake, and the Beasties. Love them. Elizabeth, Voitech, Sherry, Art Muffin, Trudy, Tim, Kenneth, Paul, Ricardo, Ian, Jen, Alexandra, George, Connie, Seth, Jason, Cindy, Kim, Ashley, what's that? Ezra, Robin, Will, Lorna, Phil Mangano, Russell, April, Isabel, Audra, Dorian, man, I miss talking to that guy. Cindy, Bob, the Sean Bishop, Aloha, Stacy, Paula, Jerry, Leo, Scostin, Lindsey, Han, Megan, Matt, Amy, Jeff T, Harley, Suzanne, Joe, Lawrence, the Lawrence Strawn. Hey, howdy, hi. I haven't chatted with you in a little while either. I miss talking to you too. There's, I'm going to do a live episode soon. Veronica, Autumn, J. Mark, Manning, Carolyn, Martin, Jaden, Anashi, Chuck, Todd, Jamie, and Elijah Hendrickson, Dan, Laura, Pitts, and GamerFan. With two special shout-outs, as always, to Joe Teague, still the best, and Stitch, still the best. All right, head on over to uh, tpublic.com slash store slash Paranormal Almanac for your Paranormal Almanac merch. Just a reminder, we're in in—we're within like, I don't know, like 13 episodes of the 200th episode. It's coming quick. anyway. Because of that, every week up until the 200th episode, I'm going to do a limited edition, release a limited edition 200th episode shirt that is only going to be available for a very short period of time. And then at sometime right after the 200th episode, I'll give you guys a warning to be like, hey, if you want them, now's the time to get them because it's going away. And then they're gone. And they'll be gone for good. All right. As we speak. I'm loading up the next... I'm literally doing it as I'm talking. I'm loading up the next 200th episode, limited edition. Shirt. That's right. Doing it in real time for you guys. Limited edition. Alrighty, it is up. So if you guys really want to know when I do these episodes, like, wonder how long it takes, Kurt, to do these episodes. Well you can check to see when that shirt just went on sale because it is pressing the button i have agreed to terms and conditions pressing the button now the new episode or the new shirt is up now hope you guys like this one i kind of dig this one i think i might buy this one as well i keep buying my own shirts and i don't care i'm more than happy to do it because hell i like them but head on over to tpublic.com/store/paranormal almanac for the next so you can see what the newest Paranormal Almanac 200th episode shirt looks like. Uh, let me see, how many, how many are there? Uh, let me go back to that real quick. For the 200th episode shirts, there are one, two, three, just three right now? Yeah, there's just three right now. But there'll be one a week. Like I said, limited edition. They will, uh, they will go away. So if you do like one of the limited edition 200th episode ones, don't wait too long. Because those will go away. The rest of the shirts, I'll keep them up. Everybody seems to be liking these new shirts, but those are very limited edition. All right, with that, hold on, i got to switch over. Not prepared. There we go. With that, let's get right on into Paranormal News. that one just a reminder if you guys want to do if you're talented enough like these people that have done these already for me if you guys are talented like them and you want to do your own paranormal news bumper music for the 200th episode I'm taking submissions now send them on over to paranormalalmanac at gmail.com all right the first story in paranormal news family claims mom's ashes spells out emotional message for them on surface of water chills all over It said that. I'm not adding that. A family feels they captured their mom's final messages to them on the surface of a pond, and the footage is giving TikTokers chills. Daughter Kim Vincent, at girlygirly607, gained over 10 million views, 1 million likes, and 10,000 comments. Good Lord. If my episodes got 10 million listens, 1 million likes, and 10,000 comments, I wouldn't have to... I I could buy the house I want to buy right now. I mean, I'm, I'm... You know, I... I'd be doing okay. So good on her for that. But the uh, the video, let me click on the actual video and watch it in real time. I've been waiting to watch it with you guys. When we threw my mom's ashes in the pond, she told us she loved us. Wow. All right, let's see. That's enough. No. necklaces and bracelets and all that? What am I supposed to be saying? Look at her body's forming. Look she's saying what? something love. L-O-V-E. Oh, oh, oh it does kind of look like L-O-V-E. God. Oh, all right. It does kind of look like love. Hold on. I want to watch that again. I don't need the music or the, the sound. Yeah. 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 Th- through four things out there. A fifth one. It does kind of look like, well, look, to me, it looks like L-U-V, I-L-U-V. But it's still, it looks like love. That's very cool. Uh, That is neat. I got to admit, it's well-deserved. I agree. This person said, one of the TikToker comments said, at first I saw I heart you, but afterwards love appeared. I I thought the same thing. I thought for sure it was going to spell out I heart you. Anyone else see the tree of life? Another listener or watcher, whatever you call it, commenter said. I do believe in signs of comfort to those that are grieving, and I truly believe that was your loved one. That was absolutely the most awesome thing I've ever seen. This is a a mother's love always shining through. Yeah, that is beautiful. I I like that. I really do. I'm going to post that up on the Facebook page as well. So if you guys don't have TikTok, it'll be linked on the uh, Facebook pages. If you do have TikTok, just head on over. Once again, the TikToker you're looking for is girlygirl607kimvincent. That's very neat. All righty, next up in paranormal news, beat that one next story. House panel to hold public hearings on unexpected aerial phenomena. Now, we talked about it a little bit, but um, it's just more, more more, articles, whatever you want to call it, more news sources saying that um, there's going to be more hearings. Finally, these hearings are starting to take place about UFOs, and it's about damn time. It really is. I'm not going to go too far into that one because i got a lot to get to about this. I um, almost said his name again. Oh, can't say his name. This Ouija board demon. And I'll tell you why I can't say his name also in a minute. All right, up next in paranormal news, 50-year-old best photograph of a UFO ever taken goes viral. Now, the photo was taken by Sergio Loaiza in 1971 as he flew over Costa Rica on a mission to survey land for the construction of a hydroelectric plant. I've never seen this photo before. If this photo is legit, it looks damn good. But they say a 50-year-old photo is making buzz after claims it shows a UFO. Published by a number of media outlets and shared widely on Twitter, the black-and-white photo shows shows a saucer-shaped object over Costa Rica. Users say it's the best photograph of a UFO ever taken. It was taken in September of 1971 as he flew over Costa Rica on a mission to survey land for the construction of a hydroelectric plant. Yeah, I mean, in one frame... Let's see. Took multiple high-resolution photos from altitude to 10,000 feet of the lake below and surrounding rainforest at 20-second intervals using his automated 100-pound camera. In one of the frames only, a shiny metal disc is seen flying between his Aero Commander F-680 aircraft and the ground. I don't... Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing photo. It's been released by Esteban Carranza, a citizen of Costa Rica, he is the contact copy of the original negative present in the National Archives of Costa Rica. He acquired it he acquired it from his uncle who obtained the copy from the National Geographic Institute. I made a high-res scan last year, met with people on the National Geographic Institute and tracked down the and tracked the technician in charge of the camera back in 1971, but there's no reason for the image to sit on my desktop. Disclosure is a team effort, love that, and everyone should have this image. It I've never seen this photo before. It is absolutely incredible. I'll add this one as well. Huh. That is a really neat photo. Really neat. If it's legit, if it's legit, and I'm not saying it is, if it's legit, it's an incredible photograph. Hold on one second. Hi, Rum. How are you? Hello, sweetheart. You're a good girl. Up next in paranormal news, is Gracie Mansion haunted? Mayor Adams claims there's ghosts in there. That's right. Mayor Eric Adams... Is a man who likes to boogie. What? Who cares? But now apparently he believes in the boogeyman. What? I don't know. It's a horrible written article. Um, they said that uh, I don't care what anyone says. There are ghosts in there, man. He told Yankee announcers Michael Kay and Cameron who invited him into the booth after the mayor tossed out the first pitch. Adams laughed while confirming he sees stuff moving around and hears footsteps in the stately 223-year-old country house that became the official mayor's residence in 1942. Listen, they're creeping around. They say that if the mansion is haunted, that'd be news to historians, ghost hunters, and former employees who told the Post they aren't familiar with any stories of ghosts, hauntings, or undead people lurking around the people's house. That's interesting. That's neat. I mean... I don't know. I've never heard it being haunted either. So, but I don't live there. This guy lives there. So, all right. Moving on up next in paranormal news, footsteps in empty rooms, tables, tappings, and poltergeist activity. Enter Hall's most haunted building this Saturday night. Simply Ghost Nights will take members of the public inside an old Anison building. Hopefully it tells me where this fucking thing is. Um, members of the public are invited to enter Hull's most haunted building this weekend in a new experience that is sure to get your pulse racing. Simply Ghost Nights will be taking a number of guests inside Hull's Old Anison Building. It's located above a late-night chemist in Witham. The Old Anison Building was formerly a funeral parlor and is considered to be one of Hull's hottest spots for paranormal activity. The embalming room and the mortuary remain the same as they were when it closed 30 years ago. Um, hand is the look of Amityville House of Horror. Blah blah blah. Doesn't say where it is. Oh, here we go. If you are brave enough to join Simply Ghost Knights as they explore Hull's old Anison Building, you can contact the team at zero seven five zero six three seven seven six two seven. But there's tickets. Let me click here. So it doesn't sound like it's in America. I don't know where the hell this thing is. Um, now it's where is this place? how about you tell me where the hell this house is? Ah, here we, no, that's not it either. Oh, here we go. All right. It's in South Yorkshire, 10 pavilion close, Edlington, Doncaster, South Yorkshire. There you go. That's my best accent I could do. So yeah, if you're in that area in the South Yorkshire area, please go to this and tell me what it's like. All right. Last up in paranormal news, ending it on a downer note, another one of these fucking things. Listen, people, Exorcisms. They're few and far between for a reason. Don't just try and do an exorcism. And if you do, don't freaking kill somebody because that's what happens with most of these. Sadly, three-year-old who died allegedly subject to exorcism at San Jose Church. Mother told police she believed her daughter was possessed because she would wake up and scream or cry periodically. Yeah, that's called a kid. A three-year-old girl whose death last fall has been ruled a homicide was the subject of an alleged exorcism last year at a Northern California church. Horrific. Don't do it. Even if you think your kid is haunted. Listen, you love this podcast and thank you for that. But if you think, oh, my God, well, then everything's real and everybody's haunted and my kid is possessed and I got to basically kill my kid to get him unpossessed. Stop. Just that's it. Just stop. Stop everything. Don't do an exorcism. Don't kill your child. They're not possessed. And if they are possessed, get them the help they need and don't freaking kill them. All right. We'll be right back with more Paranormal Almanac. All righty. We are back. On this episode, let's talk about all things, and I'm going to say the name, Zozo. The reason I'm doing this episode is I got a message from a listener asking me, please, Kurt, never do an episode about Zozo because saying Zozo is bad and can summon Zozo They asked me to please not say Zozo so many times if I did do an episode about Zozo and to maybe just call Zozo the Ouija board demon because that's its primary mode of communication and definitely do not, under any circumstances, say Zozo ever. So, with that, let's talk about Zozo. Zozo. All right. First, let me say I wouldn't even begin to think about saying Zozo out loud on this episode. So don't expect to hear Zozo too many times. In fact, if you're home, here's my recommendation. If you're home and you're able to do it and you want to do it, why not play a Zozo drinking game? Now, the rules to the game are very simple. Only do a shot or take a drink when I say the name of Zozo, starting after these instructions, obviously. So, shot or a drink... Every time I say the name Zozo, I'm not going to play along because I got to, you know, I got to read a bunch of stuff, but, but if you want to take, if you don't play this game at home, starting, well, actually let's start after this next one, take a shot for every time you hear Zozo, ready? All righty, let's get to the history of Zo. oh, whoa, almost just said it, let's get to the uh, history of the Ouija board demon, because, well, Honestly, that was the hardest part about doing this episode, was trying to figure out the actual history of you-know-who, the Ouija board demon. All right. It took me a while. I went down a lot of rabbit holes. Here's what I found. Did Zozo appear before 2009? Anything that can be validated? Well, as far as I can tell, Zozo really started in 2009 when Darren Evans said Zozo attacked his daughter while in the bath. I'll get to more, I'll I'll tell you about that story in a little bit. Now, basically, Darren was playing with the Ouija board and there's a bunch of crap that, uh, that said, oh no, it's not worth that's not the first listing, the first mention of Zozo. No, no, no. If you go to the Infernal Dictionary, from 1816, it tells a story about a French village um, of a girl who claimed to be possessed by three demons, Mimi, Zozo, and Crapulette. I'd rather do an episode about Crapulette. Now, Louis XVIII heard about this girl and was very concerned for her safety and her well-being. So he sent out a surgeon and two doctors, and what did they find? Well, it's not a lot of the BS on a lot of the sites out there, What they actually found out was that the girl's claims was a hoax. She was a hoax, and boy, did she suffer for that hoax. So, all right, that's interesting. Now, she did say the names Mimi, Zozo, and Crapulet, but did she just make up those names? Is it just a coincidence that she said Zozo in 18-whatever-it-was, 1816? Because it was not heard again until 2009. Is it the real first mention of Zozo? I don't think so. And I'm going to get back to Darren in a minute. But let's talk about Zozo, who is sometimes spelled Zoso. Don't take a shot. That's a zo Zo-so, Z-O-S-O. Now, Zozo is a real symbol. It was found in a section of a 1557 book by mathematician Jay Cardan called Ars Magica Artifici where the symbol appears as a representation of the planet Saturn. That seems to be very common with Zozo. Again, don't take a drink. So, is that the origin of Zozo? Take a drink. Zozo? Maybe. Technically, it could be, because, yeah, it goes back to... It'll get back to Darren in a second. It's really confusing, but... Well, actually, no. You know what? I will. I'm going to go back to Darren for this part of it. So let's get back to Darren, 2009, when he posted online about his first interaction with this Ouija board demon, Zozo. Now, here's the thing. Darren was a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Hopefully, at this point, let me explain. Hopefully, at this point, you, as a Led Zeppelin fan, would be going, wait, Zozo is found on one of their records. Yeah, you're correct. On the cover of the album, Led Zeppelin Four. Zoso is on there to represent Jimmy Page. Each member of the band got a symbol, and, well, Zoso, again, don't drink, was Jimmy Page's symbol. And honestly, it's the most obvious symbol on the album. Um, the Zoso is an astrological symbol representing Saturn, representing Jimmy's, uh, you know, uh, horoscope. Now, the other ones, real quick, where Robert Plants is like a feather symbol. It means truth or courage. John Paul Jones is like a crop circle-looking symbol, confidence and competence. John Bonham's three-circle trinity, or father, mother, and child. Sandy Denny's three triangles, an old symbol for the godhead. Boom, there's your Led Zeppelin out of the way. But you might not know this, or you might not, or you might know this, but uh, when Jimmy Page was asked what his symbol meant, He said that the band members selected them from a, quote, standard reference book of sigils. Sigils are magic symbols for the new listeners. So Jimmy suggested the band should look up some in the standard reference text since he owned an occult bookstore at the time. And if you didn't know this, I did an episode about Alistair Crowley and and Loch Ness and Jimmy Page. You should listen to that one. It's a pretty good one. But anyhow, so they looked up the symbols, and even though no one for sure knows where or what book, a lot of experts think it was possibly either Grimrollers et rituel Magique by François Ribédeau Dumas. I know I said all of that wrong. That was published by P. Belfond in Paris in 1972 because page's symbol can be found on page 127 in chapter 10 entitled Dragon Rouge, the Red Dragon, the secrets of the scientist Artificius. Artificius? I don't know. Whatever. Now, The French text from that book simply states that Saturn rules over the lives of mankind, extending or or terminating it and making life happy or painful. So again, the Zoso representing Saturn. So is 1972 the real start of Zoso? Nope. Because this is a reprint of an 1850 book, which is a reprint of a 1521 text called The Red Dragon and the Black Hen, including the secrets of... Artificius, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. The Secrets of Cleopatra and How to Make Yourself Invisible. The symbol, Zoso, again, don't drink, was for Saturn. It was found in books and manuscripts going all the way back to the 1300s. So, Zoso, very detailed background. It's well documented all the way back to the 1300s, unlike Zozo. Take a drink. Now, I could go down a rabbit hole about Jimmy Page's obsession with Aleister Crowley and the occult, and perhaps that he was using black magic to help the sales of Led Zeppelin 4, and that maybe Zozo is Zozo, but that rabbit hole goes down too deep, and frankly, this whole episode would just be about that, and that's not what this episode is about. So, let's get back to another popular theory about why Jimmy Page used Zo so, so! One theory suggested the symbol is broken into two parts, with the Z representing the astrological sign of Capricorn, and the OSO perhaps being Satanic in origin, standing for 666. Why? I don't know. They never really say it. So I call bullshit on that one. Another theory, as posted by the user The Rover on the Led Zeppelin Forum back in 2008 connects the zozo symbol to the word sozo. Again, don't drink. Which is used 108 times in the New American Standard Bible. I didn't look it up. That's what this guy says. And has a meaning of rescuing one from great peril, whether that be physical or spiritual. Jesus uses sozo to mean saving one from sins and the associated sense of inner peace that comes along with being forgiven, which is something blah, 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 blah. All right. So... Sozo seems to help. Zozo seems to be a demon hell-bent on ruining your life and wrecking all of your loved ones as well. Done with the backstory. That could be the history of Zozo. Like I said, I I personally, I think it started with Darren in 2009 after all of the freaking rabbit holes I went down, after all the BS weird crap that I went through online. Where someone would say, oh, it's 100% this, and you can find this book, and blah, blah, blah. Really? So I went down there? No, that's regurgitated from that site to that site to that site to that site, and not true. I couldn't find any references. Possibly, there's possibly, I couldn't find it, but, but other people that researched Zozo said, there was one reference in 2005, but I couldn't find it. What I can find is from 2009, and it's from Darren in my opinion, it's because of his Led Zeppelin obsession, which he says he has. So it kind of all syncs up. But let's get into the actual story, for God's sakes. I'm like 28 minutes into this episode, and I haven't even told you about Zozo yet. Let's go back to March 24th, 2009, to Oklahoma, where Darren Evans went online to tell people about his scary Ouija board encounter with a demon named, you guessed it, Art Garfunkel. No, wait, Zozo. So Darren said that at first it was kind of, it was weird, but it wasn't terrifying. It started with like flickering lights, moving objects, weird sounds in the night. But Zozo's encounters with him and through the Ouija board started to get worse and worse and worse, escalating to scratches on his skin and then horrible things kind of hinted about earlier, but I'll tell you about in a minute. He went on to say... That Zozo announced that he would take Evans, that's Darren, and his family to Paradise. That sounds good, right? Well, when Evans asked where Paradise was, the Ouija board spelled out Florida. No, no, no. It spelled out hell. So this scares the shit out of Darren. So, in my opinion, he's like, oh, God. He gets really scared and he goes to, like, be with his girlfriend. He doesn't want to be alone in the room because not surprisingly, Darren was using the Ouija board by himself. Something they say you should never, ever do. I know I have a listener that does it all all the time and he posts about it on the forums, but not recommended. So he goes and runs and checks on his girlfriend because he got scared because it said it was taking him to hell. And um, his girlfriend was giving a bath to her one-year-old daughter. So Darren says he goes into the bathroom only to find that their girlfriend, his girlfriend, isn't there and the daughter is nearly drowning in an overflowing bathtub. Yeah. All right, let me cut to what he said. He said, During my experiences with Ouija boards, one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make its presence known. Its name is Zozo. Today, I refuse to even pronounce it. I even, I refuse refused to even pronounce its name, as I believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself. Kurt here, remember, kids, don't say Zozo. All right, so he goes on to say, In fact, I said it too many times to count. It has at first pretended to be a nice spirit or pretend to be whomever I was trying to contact, but eventually it showed its true self, cussing me, threatening me, and other presence in the room, and others present in the room. Once it actually cussed cussed at me using what looked like Latin or Hebrew and using biblical terminology. Kurt here, he doesn't say what that is, and it bums me out because proof, please. He goes on to say, I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times Zozo showed up, even in many different states and with many different Ouija boards. How many Ouija boards do you have, dude? He says it always wound up being very nasty and commented freely about how it wanted to possess my girlfriends and take them to paradise. When asked where paradise was, it spelled hell. One time after Zozo was being extremely evil, I walked into my bathroom only to see my one year old daughter about to drown. Her mother had left her alone in the tub just for a second and somehow the water got turned on and was overflowing. Instinctively, she had her face tilted up and was seconds from going under when I grabbed her from the water. The next day, she was hospitalized for some weird internal infection and was put in isolation for 14 days straight as doctors tried to diagnose the illness. We almost lost her, and that was when I began to suspect demonic attack. Okay, good girl. Good girl. Good girl, bro. Yeah, sure, good girl. So Darren went on to say that Zoza would contact him on multiple occasions, again, sometimes just in Latin or Hebrew, He said Zozo would pretend to be someone else when Darren would play with the Ouija board. Hey, hey, Darren, Kurt here. Let's just say this all happened like you said. When you almost lost your daughter and you believed it happened because of Zozo and the Ouija board. How about you just don't use the Ouija board anymore, okay? Why risk it? But no, Darren did use it. He used it a lot and said Zozo would pretend to be other spirits. Then he said Zozo pretended to be a kind spirit before shifting into that threatening language, including curses and what looked like he said Latin or Hebrew, again, with no proof. He said, I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times Zozo showed up. Here's the odd thing. So Darren posted this online in a chat, like in a forum about ghosts. In 2009, bizarrely, other people said that they had experiences with Zozo too. So, it maybe wasn't Darren making this up at all because a bunch of people were like, yep, I've had Zozo, yep, I did Ouija board and we had Zozo spell out, blah, 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 blah. People actually started posting about making contact with Zozo or... Zozo using other names like Zaza, Mama, Oz, Zo, Za, Abacus. Look, I don't know why they all said these all had to be the same guy, but they say he often shows himself by guiding the planchette into figure-eight formations before frantically zooming back and forth between the Z and the O. His interactions start out friendly but grow malicious. He is known for cursing... Cursing at and threatening people using the Ouija board, sometimes personally, while he's often wrangled by while he's often wrangled by a Ouija board, some say that saying his name out loud can also summon Zozo from the depths of hell. So again, I have to remind you guys don't say Zozo. No Zozo. Say no to Zozo. Ooh, maybe that'll be a shirt. Say no to Zozo. Okay. Since then, there have become a lot of Zozo believers online. And if you go down those rabbit holes, which I did, you'll find a bunch of claims like Zozo actually has ancient origins, either African or Sumerian. All right. I had to go down that rabbit hole. What the hell are you talking about there, people? Well, the reason behind that one is Zozo is similar sounding to Pazuzu, and if you don't know, Pazuzu is a Mesopotamian wind god made famous by the exorcism by the Exorcist. Sorry, by the Exorcist. Um, he's a demon, ancient Mesopotamian era, brought forth famine during dry seasons and locusts during rain seasons. Again, made famous by the movie The Exorcist. So why the Pazuzu connection? Well, they say, oh, no, it's 100%. It's proof because Zozo uses variations of his own name. Okay, sure. Look, I can't prove it one way or another, so maybe. But just to me, Zozo doesn't sound exactly like Pazuzu. Pazuzu sounds like Pazuki, which those are freaking delicious. I kind of want a Pazuki right now. Zozo sounds like Gozer, Uh, Ghostbusters fans. Zozo sounds like Bozo. Clowns are scary, huh? I don't know. Just throwing shit out there like these idiots, and people are, like, lapping up their shit. So, I don't know. Let's stick with Darren again. So... Darren, once again, it was 2009, he brought it all out, and then other people said, yep, and they said, yep, Zozo is real. So 2009, to my mind, that's when it starts. But in 2016, he co-authors a book called The Zozo Phenomenon, you know, good title, with Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Problem for me, and for a lot of people, is that um, Darren, in that book, added more details and actually changed some of the, let's just call it, Zozo origin stories. In this book, he said his first encounter with Zozo wasn't 2009, but in fact, 1982. Yeah, that's quite the difference. Real big difference. I, was it uh, 1982 or was it 2009? I don't know. It was somewhere. Yeah, It was one of those two. Look, I might not be, if someone says, hey, what were you doing like 20 years ago? In my mind, I think 20 years ago, what's that, the 90s? Oh, no, it's 2000. Shit, what was I doing in 2000? I don't freaking know. I was working, you know, I can kind of like piece it together. But I'm not going to say, hey, when was the first time you saw Star Wars? You saw Return of the Jedi. Was it 1983 or was it 2009? Oh, I don't know. So, eh. Anyhow, he says that in 1982... He encountered Zozo after discovering a Ouija board in his then-girlfriend's basement. Engraved on the back of the Ouija board, Zozo. Problem number two for me. A year earlier, so now we're in 2015, because he can't do math. I'm going to keep you all straight with the math. 2015, he said in a phone interview with a New Jersey newspaper... He said, oh, yeah, you know, he's told that same story about the Zozo engraved Ouija board. But this time he said Zozo was written on the front where Ouija is normally written, not on the back. Look, man, you got to get your stories straight. You want to have a cool paranormal story? You have to have like Betty and Barney Hill. Their story never freaking changed ever For decades, their story never changed. This guy's story's changed three times since 2009. But, like I said, despite all of my questions and other people's questions surrounding Darren and Zozo, there are a ton of people who came forward with their own Zozo stories. Kurt here, the same thing did happen with that bullshit Slender Man, though. So, you know, huge grain of salt. Um, But anyhow, these people on forums posted that while Zozo is most connected with the Ouija board session, it is also possible that he can contact people on his own without it. People have made contact with him during hypnosis, automatic writing sessions, Ouija apps. You don't even need a Ouija board anymore. You can do it with your phone. Call Zozo with your phone. And EVPs. Hold on. Hey, Siri. Call Zozo. Zozo. Call Zozo. Sorry, I can't only call one person at a time. Who would you like to call? Zozo. I don't see a Zozo in your contacts. No, all right. No, never mind. That's cool. I'm not, I guess I'm not talking to Zozo. But uh, they said you can, uh, you don't even need a, a Ouija board anymore. You can use your phone. And also, Zozo has made contact with people through EVPs. So, they go on to say that at first they think they're talking to the spirit of a dead relative. This is obviously Ouija board stuff. They'll start asking questions and then be startled at just how much the dead relative of theirs seems to know about their, you know, about their life and about, you know, they're answering questions correctly. Then suddenly the arrows will start to fly between the letters Z and O and that's when you know Zozo is here. Always fear Zozo is here. Is that a better shirt? I don't know. I have to work on it. All right, so let's go back to these, or let's go to these stories of Zozo from other people. And as always, take a huge Zozo-sized grain of salt for these stories. First one says, my nephew started running around the house screaming, Zozo, 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 and we frantically made him stop. The next morning, my nephew wakes me up. And as we're walking, up, waking up, he says, if we can go get breakfast. So I put him in the car and pull out the driveway. Not two minutes later, a car runs a stop sign and slams into us. But... That's the end of the story. So did they survive? Did they die? Seems like she posted it. I don't know. This next one is from the Your Ghost Stories Online by a poster calling herself April O. I can only assume it's April O'Neil, the famous journalist that lived with turtles in the sewers. But she claims that she had some friends over for a party one evening in 2012. At some point, they all thought it would be fun to play with a Ouija board, something she said she had done on many occasions before without ever having any negative or paranormal experiences. Sounds like fun, but this time would be different. When they all sat down to the board, they were giggling and telling spooky stories, none of them aware of the strangeness that was about to follow. It began when they seemed to have contacted something, and when they asked who they were speaking with, the planchette began to spell out Zozo over and over again. When asked what it wanted, it said... I want her. And then somehow indicated one of her friends, maybe like a spin the bottle kind of planchette thing. April says that it was terrifying. And she said the cursor returned to the moving from the Z to the O yet again. And I was getting annoyed with it because it wouldn't tell me why it wanted my friend. It just spelled out. I want her repeatedly. My friend, the one the demon wanted stupidly called him a pussy and the board spelled out death. That's when things got bad. I got angry, and I told her not to provoke him because he was capable of bad things, and I sure as hell didn't want anything happening to my friend. My other friend just sat there freaked out, not speaking the entire time as we continue to ask it questions, which I don't recall. The cursor began moving hot, under, began feeling hot under my fingers, and I asked my friends if they felt it too. They said they did. I asked another question, but it, its answers didn't make any sense. It spelled out MAMA. Over and over and would not move to any other letters. So I cussed at him because I was getting annoyed. You just told your friend not to... Oh, for fuck's sake. The the one friend took his hand off the cursor and refused to play anymore. And the atmosphere immediately changed. I could feel Zozo in the room now and the air was heavy. And I began to get scared. All of a sudden, I didn't feel like myself. I felt as if something was inside me. Oh, yeah. I felt the most intense hatred I've ever felt before. It still sounds like sex. I began to laugh hysterically and then cry like I had no control over my emotions. My mood then turned to hatred again, and I turned to look at my friend, the one the demon wanted, and the most evil smile. I felt it inside. It wasn't me smiling. It was the demon. We all stopped playing the board after that but the heavy feeling in the air and its presence remained. It took a bit before everything felt normal again that night, and I felt like myself. But when it did, I was relieved. I feared for my friend's safety that night, but fortunately, none of them experienced anything after leaving. My advice? Do not mess with Ouija boards. That's not a good one. That's not a good one. No, that's not a good one. I want to like a dun-dun-dun... I guess I don't have a dun-dun-dun. Nope, I don't have a dun-dun-dun. Well, just imagine that was like dun-dun-dun. All right, this next one says, he'd been contacted by what at first he thought was the spirit of a little boy, but would turn out to be anything but that. They uh, said that uh, there was a spirit that claimed to be that of a little boy. We also talked to a few other spirits on the board until one time this spirit came across and said his name was Oz. I figured initials because I don't recall any spirits giving their names, just initials. Anyway, he was no fun and just plain mean. Every time we would try to talk to one of the other friendly spirits, Oz always came back like he was much stronger than the others. When you would ask a question and he got angry, the eye would frantically move in a figure eight. He was just mean. Well, one night we got pretty trash and asked him some real mean things and acted mean back. It was funny at first, but it got serious in a hurry. We started arguing with one another because some of us were getting spooked when we came back to our senses and said, let's get rid of this darn thing, we threw it away and nothing strange happened afterwards. Not sure I believe in them or if they really work, but it was a freaky experience. Although I talked a lot of smack that night, I was sort of fearful for a few days. I can't remember to this day what Oz said. Heck, it's been 20 years, but it wasn't good at all. Okay, this next one. Oh my gosh. I was waiting for this. Zozo is a poltergeist that subtly sticks to you and makes your life turn to shit without you knowing it. Listen, people, that's been happening to me forever, and I haven't heard of Zozo. You know, like, don't blame it all on Zozo. Sometimes life just sucks. Uh, They go on to say, I've met Zozo. Not good. If the board starts going Z-O, 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 or in figure eights, goodbye ASAP. I may sound crazy, but I'm not. It's fucked up enough to make me research it, and everything about Zozo is true. It's a poltergeist that'll make you do or make bad decisions in your life without you even knowing it. All right, well, maybe, just maybe, we all have Zozo to blame then. Look, I'm an idiot, and, uh, you know, I've done a lot of stupid things in my life and broken up with, you know, hot girls. Maybe that was Zozo. Or, you know, when hot girls broken up, maybe that was Zozo. Or, you know, when I, you know, lost a job, Zozo. Look, anything bad that's ever happened to you, let's just say from now on, that was Zozo. Fucking Zozo. All righty. Uh, this next one says, after, oh, no, I'm sorry. We're still going. Oh, crap. I, I, I ended too soon. All right. So let's see. The last thing they said was, it's a true poltergeist that'll make you do or make bad decisions in your life without you knowing it. After I met Zozo through the board, I lost my job, started doing meth. Uh, let's not blame Zozo for that. Uh, tried to commit suicide. I'm sorry. That's terrible. Don't do that. Stop giving a fuck about everything for no reason whatsoever. All after I talk to Zozo. Be careful. Look it up. I'm not kidding. Okay. How about we don't blame Zozo for the doing meth thing? Because, uh, yeah. All right. This next one says, My ex played with a Ouija board as a kid in his garage with his neighbor. They were contacted by this Zozo demon. Being kids, they didn't know to officially end the session and and they just got scared when the lights flickered and realized it wasn't either one of them messing with the other and put the board away. Ooh, that's bad. They didn't close the session. Years later, I moved into the house with him, and weird stuff started happening. And one day, I was cleaning the garage and found the Ouija board sticking out of a rafter on the ceiling of the garage and pulled it out and showed him and joked about it. He immediately freaked out and asked where I found it because he thought it was locked up in a small storage room by padlock with a lost key in the basement. He wouldn't tell me for a really long time why it bothered him so much until one day I was looking up bad experience stories with boards, hoping to find something that would tell me why, uh, my phone glitched, literally spelling out zo, ha, 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 ha. And I freaked out and showed him while it was still glitching and spelling it out. That's when he finally told me the story and how weird stuff has happened to him ever since he was a kid and messed with the board. He still didn't really want to talk about it. When I told him we should do a session to officially end the years-long session that he started, he got all defensive, like he didn't want the weird stuff to go away. He just didn't want to talk about it without or bring attention to it. I ended up doing a session alone and telling the board that the session that had started everything was ending now. I moved out shortly after that. I'm not sure if it ever worked or not. Well, that's anticlimactic. This next one. Yes, I've had an experience. My, my boyfriend and friends bought a Ouija board in December 2012 before New Year's Eve. After playing with it for a while during the weekend, we kept getting Zozo. The planchette would move in infinity symbols. That's figure eights. We would say goodbye, but the planchette kept sliding off the board when we dragged it over to goodbye. Someone was moving it too much, probably my boyfriend. And it's a rule to not let the planchette fall off the board saying goodbye. I felt weird when that happened, and I was creeped out, because I felt like something was still there, even though we said goodbye. Every time we tried playing with the board again, we were still getting Zozo, and the planchette would move in eights, infinity symbols. After that, I didn't want to play with the board anymore. Take your Zozo and go home. All right, this next one says, as others have said, Zozo is a pop culture thing. Pazuzu, however, is a legit demon dating all the way back to ancient Mesopotamia and is somewhat commonly related to Ouija boards. Zozo is likely just the pop culture version of him. Ooh, calling out Zozo. Like, more like Pazuzu light. All right, in 2012, a user at GhostSpace.com, which unfortunately isn't there anymore, but I found an archive part of it, Shared the story of a confrontation with Zozo. Her friend had been asking the spirit board questions about her recently deceased father, which it answered correctly. Then the board unexpectedly turned attention to her mother. It um it said that we were both in tears. Then the, then Zozo seemed to switch again. They asked who it was this time, and the reply was haunting. The pointer went o z o z o z o z o. We called him Oz. We asked him to blow out a candle to prove himself, and before we completed the sentence, the candle blew out. The strange spirit also knew the exact time whenever we asked. However, it would later reveal a haunting truth. He had been there the whole time, posing as both her friend's father and her mother, answering questions correctly by reading their minds. That's how he gave us answers to our questions. He was in our heads. The two of them immediately put the Ouija board away when the spirit began to curse. They wanted nothing more to do with this Oz. Unfortunately, when they returned to it a few weeks later, thinking the worst had passed, they again met Oz. He was nasty, cursing at us, saying dark things. From then on, they seemed to experience nothing but bad luck. All right, so my only guess is that somebody in, like, 2016 played with, like, the world's largest Ouija board and just fucked all of us. All right, this next one says, another uh, person... From um, Yahoo Answers, this was a fun one. Uh, they said that they'd been using a Ouija board with a friend one cold Saturday evening under the glow of red candlelight when the spirit they were talking to said it was called Zozo. At that exact moment, her friend began to complain of a terrible headache. Things would only get worse from there. That night she sleptwalk into my sister's room. Her friend then started to talk some gibberish, screamed red, and then ran, then left the room and could not be found in the house for a good half an hour. She seemingly had disappeared. They searched and searched for her, every room of the house. When they finally were about to give up, they checked their own room one last time, and her friend was there. What the hell was it running in screaming red? What was that crap? All righty, next one. A girl named April... She moved in to celebrate. Moved in with her sister again. This might have been April O'Neil. Maybe it's just the same girl, April. Just again, that's terrible. Um, oh no, no, this is the same story, just from a different website. I already read this one. Scoop. Nope. Scrap that one. No double dipping into that Zozo story. All right, finally. Oh no, that's the last one. Okay, that was the last. That was the uh, the last story that I wanted to pull out from online. All right, so that kind of wraps up all of the online stories. Again, take them with a huge grain of salt. Seems like a lot of people are having the same kind of Slenderman fun that they did on those Slenderman. Oh, I saw Slenderman too. He was in the he was in the woods, and he walked out of the woods, and he scared my brother. And my brother pissed himself, and we all called my brother pissed you know pissy Slenderman boy. You know, like that kind of stuff. Taken with a huge grain of salt, but in my opinion, ultimately, I think Darren Evans made up Zozo. Made up Zozo. He based it off that Led Zeppelin album. I think he started his own creepy pasta without really intending to do it, or maybe he was intending to do it, but it was successful. He started his own creepy pasta story that's taken on a life of its own. But here's the question, I guess. I always end with a question. Here's the question, I guess. I've talked about it before on other episodes that something can, you know, be manifested into reality if enough people believe it. The, some people call them Tulpas. Is this another one of those cases? Did enough people put that energy out there and it resulted in a real Zozo? Or, or, another question, or is a demon or demons latching on to people fascinated with Zozo to get to them? Like, you know, like, other demons are like, oh, these kids think Zozo is real. Well, I'll just say my name's Zozo. You know, the end result's the same. I still get their soul. I don't know. All I know is, Hopefully you guys did the Zozo drinking game. And if you did, let me know how you guys did. I'm just going to do a uh, control F search for how many times I think I said Zozo just based on the outline. Oof. <laughs> oh, it's a lot. It's like over a hundred times. So if you guys, if you guys did do the Zozo drinking game, Chances are you're dead now, and you have to blame Zozo for that. You know, you don't have yourself to blame for it. Zozo made me do it to make you do it. Again, anything bad ever happens in your life, just, just blame Zozo. All right, what do you guys think? Is Zozo real? Is Zozo... Was Zozo always real? And it just, you know, people started talking about him online. Because not everybody that plays with a Ouija board... Talks about their experiences online is I don't know. That whole like timeline thing that isn't, you know, accurate from Darren really makes me question him. But I don't know. I just I and I started this one going, oh, of course I'm gonna do an episode about Zozo because someone told me never say the word Zozo. So I gotta do an episode about Zozo. But I started it going. I don't know if I believe it. And I pretty much ended this episode going, eh, I don't know if I believe it. What do you guys think? Is, is Zozo real? Have you ever played? Actually, this is a better question. Have you ever played with the Ouija board and got a Zozo? Got a bunch of Z O Z O S, or Oz or Mama or any of that crap? Did you ever have a Zozo experience? Because that would make me believe it more than some random people online that can just be making shit up. If you, one of my listeners, had a Zozo experience, I want to hear about it any way you want. If you want to wait till a live show and call in, that'd be fantastic. If you want to email me, paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. But I want to hear your Zozo stories. All right. With that, once again, I'm your host, Kurt Sandig, and this has been another edition of Paranormal Almanac. Za za, oz oz za za, oz oz za za, oz oz za